0: Welcome to Marathon Swim Stories with me, Shannon Keegan, Swim Efficiency Coach at Intrepid Water. Are you ready to start swimming places? Join my group coaching course, Quick Start for Marathon Swimming. In the six-week virtual program, we cover technique tips, training plans, cross-training, feed planning, and everything you need to know to complete your next big swim. Find out more at IntrepidWater.com. In today's episode, I spoke with Triple Crown and California Triple Crown swimmer Robin Rose. A mom of three, Robin reminds us how we don't know what we're capable of until we get out there and do it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for being our guest, Robin. What's your story? Well,
1: um, thanks again for having me. And um I really appreciate all you do, really, because you're kind of doing some awesome stuff right now. <laughs> you know, it's the pandemic and you get to see people's faces that you normally wouldn't, but but thank you, Shannon. You're I feel like you're my good friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I watch your things and I go, she's so sweet. I like that you giggle. I like it. Cause you I giggle too. <laughs> but anyway, I gotta stop right yeah. now. Um, so Anyway, thanks. Um, so, what happened with me is, um, I uh, well, first when I was a little girl, um, I did swim lessons like we all did, um, like a lot of us did. And I re- still remember my first memory of swimming was uh, at the local high school. We had swim lessons, and I did um, did the swim lessons, and I, I practiced, and I went across the pool. But um, what happened was when I went to the next level. I realized I didn't know how to swim. I was walking across the pool and using my arms. And then they put me to the next level. And then I got into the deep end and they had to jump in and go across. I go, I don't know what to do. So that was my introduction As I really, I kind of was cheating. So I really, uh, I was probably about seven. So um, from then on my, my family, we did recreational swimming. We did, went um, to the ocean a lot. I lit, grew up um, you know, California, kind of where I live now um, by the coast. I grew up in San Jose, but I live um, in Santa Cruz area now, but we um, growing up I, uh we went to lakes a lot we did I did water skiing I learned scuba diving, um, I was always around the ocean and around lakes. And we did um, all summer my brothers and I did recreational swimming. And one of my memories was like just all afternoon that's what we did we play play play. And then we come home and we lay in the sun by the sliding glass door in our um, living room and just warm up, you know, with the sun coming down on us, or lay on the sidewalk. So um, growing up, I was always kind of exposed to the um, swimming. Um, high school, I did, um, I did the swim team, um, but I don't really remember learning strokes there. We just swam, you know, everybody was welcome on the team. So, um, so anyway, uh, I lived at a lake for a while. Um, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, can anybody hear me? <laughs> I feel like I'm alone. I have these headsets on. Uh, <laughs> like, does anybody hear me? Uh, so yeah, so I was exposed to the water, but I, we never wore goggles. Like in high school, we didn't have goggles. Like we didn't even have swim caps. We didn't do that. Like I, I don't remember um, people swimming in the ocean or uh, lakes with goggles and swim caps, even in the pool. So that's kind of my era of, growing up with the water. And then um, as I got older, um, like I said, we just played in the water. I had a lake near my house. My friend and I would go on the, there's water ski day and sailboat day. We'd go on sailboat day and swim across the lake, you know, maybe a mile, but, but it wasn't like distance swimming. It was more like just for fun. Um, then cut to uh, later um, when I finally, you know, I had kids and got married and I was more like along the shores with my kids and Going to the beach and we'd—I uh, wouldn't really swim. I just kind of play with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, way down the road, I got uh, as time went on. I—I um, I was with my brother-in-laws one day. I was probably this was like 2008 in uh, Thanksgiving, and they had been doing Alcatraz for about 15 years, the invitational. And I always mm-hmm. heard about it. I go, "You guys do Alcatraz? Oh my god! How do they do it?" So they go, "You can do it." And I go, "I can." So this is about 2008, I go, how do I do this? What do I do? I don't know. And I, I you know, hear about it, it was a big deal because you know, escaping from Alcatraz, it is still a big deal. And so I trained, I go, I'm gonna try it. So I, I started training, I took it seriously. I went to the pool, the local pool here. And I go, I gotta train for Alcatraz. And so I go, like there was a little group in the mornings that swim twice a week. And I go, I gotta train. And then um, we'd swim and I go, did I swim? I swam a mile, oh my God, I didn't even know. I was like, I go, maybe I could do it. So um, so that was a big deal for me. So it was like 2008. So finally, um, you know, my kids were little so I'd sneak off in the morning. I, had, I think they were, they were about uh, maybe four, uh, 11, you know, 10, 11, 10, 12, 14. So they were little so I could sneak off and train. And so um, I, I took it seriously. I mean, I still believe Alcatraz, I don't make fun of people doing Alcatraz. It's still a big deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, any swim is a big deal. But <laughs> so what happened is um, I did this Alcatraz and I got on a boat with all these people and I was so nervous and I had heard if you put water over your head or you get these right here, if you put water, cold water, it won't, it'll make you so you're not as scared when you get in the water. So people are like, can I have some of your water? I go, no, I can't give out any of my water. Put on my head before i jump off, jump off that boat so i jumped off the boat and then i got in you know you jump off this about eight feet high and i got in and i go it was thunder and lightning that day and it was like i lost my friends and i was like where are the big swells and i go this is fun you know what i mean <laughs> it was like maybe this is it and so i did it and i was so scared and adrenaline i kept asking the kayakers is this safe you know they go, yeah it's safe <laughs> I go, is this okay we're out here because it was so much the lightning was coming and they go well the lightning's going east towards oakland it's fine and so so anyway when i finished that i go this is really fun it was kind of like i was hooked i was yeah. hooked on the feeling of open water swimming and the changing conditions and the just the unexpected and the i mean i was just so scared that i thought i was going to die but it was fun <laughs> so that's kind of what i got that's kind of my introduction to like wearing a cap and goggles. And I did wear a wetsuit because I thought you're supposed to, because everyone wore them. I didn't know, I really didn't know there was an option not to, just from Alcatraz without one. I don't don't know, I didn't know. So um, that was kind of my introduction to swimming in the open water in a swim, not just playing and not Mm -hmm. just going across the lake without a wet, you know, without goggles. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was about 2008. And then um, what happened was uh, I started swimming in Santa Cruz is where I live. I'd swim with people. They go about half a mile around a pier. They go a mile. And I started doing that. Um, that was kind of like my thing. I go, this is just fun. And I still really didn't know there's a thing like distance swimming. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. like I should have known, but I really didn't know that. You've got to be in the that? right
0: circles. It's true. Yeah. I
1: didn't really know I knew like people swim Alcatraz, people swim around our wharf, but um, and I knew people did like uh, the top, top, top people did like like English Channel or something Mm -hmm. like that, or people you hear in the news. So um, so anyway, time goes on, and um, I sorry I don't have my notes, so I'm just going off the top of my head. I hope that's okay.
0: (laughs) It's totally great. Um,
1: And if you can't hear me, let me know. Uh, (laughs) So what happened was uh, about a year later. It ends up, I had a mammogram, which everybody should have. And I found out it was like a year later. So before that, I was, like I said, I was swimming for fun here and there. And I, Friday nights I'd swim uh, with a group uh, in the area for the more triathletes mostly, mm. but the training for their triathlon and, um, and some local swimmers and stuff. And so then I um, got a mammogram. I found out I had a breast cancer. Uh, this is like 19, I mean, 2009, 2009. Mm. Uh, so, um, that year I just couldn't swim anymore. I, I had surgery. Well, my mom, mm-hmm. my dad ended up having a stroke. It all ties in kind of to my story as my dad was very ill. He had a stroke. I found out I had a breast cancer. Oh, my God. Um, it ends up, I didn't want to tell my dad that I had breast yeah. cancer. because I didn't want him to feel bad that he couldn't come over and watch the kids. So mm-hmm. it was like a lot going on mentally. Oh. And, um, he ended up dying, uh, before my surgery. And then, then my mom had Alzheimer's. They weren't married, but she was getting worse. And then I have her come over and she would, I, I, she'd go to appointments with me, but she didn't understand what was wrong with me. She right. goes, I don't know. I have things with my head. I don't know. I don't know what, I try to ask if we had family history. So anyway, all during my treatment, I had like three cancers, breast cancer, three types of breast cancer. And I had surgery and chemo. And it was like a year of being ill, not being oh. in the water because Mm. I had um, low blood counts. They said, don't go in the water unless you have your own pool. So within this whole year, um, my kids, it was a hard time for them losing their dad. And then my Mm. mom, so my mom ended up dying while I was in treatment. So my dad and mom had died while I was in treatment. So it was a hard year. It was like 2009. It was just hard, but I power through because you're helping other people. So you forget about what's wrong with you. You know, you're taking care of your kids, taking care of your parents. So anyway, So after all that treatment, like I said, I didn't go in the water. And then after I was cleared to go in the water, I get back in and I was gonna go one more Alcatraz. And that's when the water became different to me. It became like, I wasn't able to cry. I couldn't cry. I was like, I didn't wanna be uh, sad in front of the kids. I wanted them Mm -hmm. to be as normal as possible. I wanted their life to feel normal. So as soon as I got back in the water, It was different and I truly feel this. I feel like my parents were with me and I could cry for them in the water and in the ocean. And I go, it feels like the ocean is healing me. And I really felt like that. And so I go swim here in Santa Cruz. I go, oh my gosh, I could, they're with me. They really are. And then the waves are coming and I felt like they're there. And I, I truly felt like it was healing for me. So kind of the ocean became different for me then. It was more mainly the ocean. I wasn't really going in lakes. it was because that movement it was kind of scary and it kind of felt like and like i felt like they were in my heart Mm. so my mom before she died she kind of had a clarity a couple times Mm. She said robin your heart and my heart they're together and i'm like oh my gosh she's talking and so i felt like that's what i really felt i felt like she's here and then um so that's kind of like i started wanting to go in the ocean like i really needed to go and i take off and go, but I still was doing maybe a mile here and there, in there, in our air. I go to San Francisco, um, swim in aquatic park and I'd swim in Santa Cruz. And then, um, so anyway, it was, it was, it was becoming a different thing to me, the open water, but it was still wasn't any idea of distance. It just really mm. wasn't in my radar. Right.
0: Um,
1: then one day, so I started swimming. I have a, a, a friend, Scott Tapley, uh, lives in, lives nearby and he was starting to swim longer distances. And there's another friend, Kim Rutherford, I knew her, but I didn't really hang out with her because she was like, mm-hmm. one of the big kids, you know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> you think, oh, never swim like that, they're so fast. Like I really <laughs> did. I didn't think she'd ever be my friend. But, um, but anyway, so then we had a couple of people that were distance people, but I didn't really know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But I was swimming with Scott, my friend Scott one day, and he goes, I'm training for something. And I didn't know what he was talking about. He said Anna Kappa. I'm like, whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about. But <laughs> so it was a thing. So I swam with him one day and I go, I'm so slow. I was way behind him. He was going to swim like six hours. And I go, I'll swim like, you know, an hour. <laughs> like, yeah. swim like half an hour. I was so nervous. And <laughs> <laughs> with them. And so I get home that night. And I go, email, you know, when everybody emailed everybody, like you don't text.
0: Yes. Email. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I didn't know you, you text, but you do the A, B. Like I don't text. <laughs> I go, Dear Scott, thank you for, you know, thank you so much for sticking with me. And he emailed me back and he said, Robin, he goes, you're, st-. I said, I'm so slow. I can't keep up. Never mind. Just don't invite me, you know, whatever I said. And he goes, Robin, this is, I'll never forget this. He goes, Robin, you're a strong swimmer you're capable of anything, even a big channel. And I'm like, Oh my God, what does
0: that mean? And I go,
1: what? Like somebody's telling me something like words. I realized that day words are important. Like somebody's telling me I'm capable of something that I had no idea I would be. And I thought, so that night, so I'm like a night owl. So that night I thought, what? He thinks I am. And he knows me as a swimmer. Like we used to swim Alcatrazes and stuff like not together, but I knew he did it at night and we belonged to the same pool. So I go, if Scott thinks I can, maybe I can. Mm. I still remember that, but um, I still remember about words, you know. Yeah,
0: that's why I became a coach. (laughs) Yes,
1: so so he's so awesome. So then that night, I go, what does this mean? What kind of channel? What? Mm. But I go, well, there's no way Catalina, because sharks, you know, there's no way I would ever do that. So I started Googling that night. I go, I I literally said like, um, English so I go English channel, I guess, I don't know. What else is there? I have no idea. Like, I know there's no sharks there. So I first said, uh, Googling, do slow swimmers swim the English channel, you know, so I started (laughs) looking up, I just wanted, they'd have like YouTube videos of people swimming it that are slower. I'm like, maybe I could do it. So I thought, maybe I'll do the English channel. So I, so I go, um, and this was making me happy, like with my parents, you know, I just yeah. needed, it was like, yeah. I was craving something. I don't know yeah. what it was. So I ended up looking for, this is all like in one night, so I Googled coaching for English channel for slow swimmers, you know? So then I'd reach out to people. They're probably people that I know their names now, but at the time I didn't know who they were. They're like, oh, you got to get faster. What's your hundred? I don't know. What do you mean? Like what are you hundred? <laughs> What's your mile? I don't know. So I practiced at the pool and I timed myself. And they go, you're way too slow. You have to get faster. So I go, well, I don't know if I can. So I keep reaching out. Like when you go to the doctor and you try to get the answer you want, you yeah. reach out to more people. And so I finally found a guy that said, you could do it with your time. With your speed, just have to get more streamlined, you know, practice, but you can do it. It ends up, it's a guy named Gary Bruce, who actually was a pilot and he had done the English Channel. And he was, he didn't really coach before. He was like a, trying to be a coach and a pilot. Mm. and he would go to San Francisco and London. So he knew the ins and outs of Dover, and he would come to San Francisco and um, on his route. So what I, I said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so what happened was I met him. I go, okay, can I meet you? And, he, and the, I'm like, I'm not telling anybody I'm doing this because they think I'm a weirdo. So <laughs> I meet him, and then he met with me, and he's like, I'll tell you, you know, I paid him, not that much, but I paid him to tell me what to do. How do you do this? Mm-hmm. He goes like, this is the pilot Reg and Ray Brickle. I know them book them now. So this is 2014. And I wow. go, okay, I'll do it in a year and a half. And he goes, well, maybe wait a little longer so <laughs> I booked it for after I met with them, I go, I'll book it. So it was for 2016. And I still haven't really swam, you know, before besides like a mile. So I go, I got to do it. So I ended up meeting with him and then he's telling me what to do. He goes, this is where you stay, Barn Ridge. This is what you do. You need to start swimming more. You got to do this. So he said, go to, um, he said, go to, it's called like a it, uh, cliff, uh, cliff and Kevin Murphy ran. A lot of these people were helping um, Emma France were helping at this mm-hmm. long distance training camp
0: mm-hmm. in America.
1: Yeah. And I go, okay, I'll do it. But I got to yeah. you know, I have kids. You can't just take off. So it's hard. <laughs> I go, okay, well, when is it? Okay, there's one in April. And this is, this is February. Like I booked it right away. I found out, you know, Scott emailed me like maybe end of January, early February. I go, I told my husband, I think I'm going to summon this channel. He goes, um, no, that's not safe. That's dangerous. <laughs> he goes, no, you mean to relay? And I go, no, I really think I might. He goes, that's dangerous. People die. You know. He's like, be careful. It's so then I go, well, I'm thinking about it. I didn't really tell him for sure. I so then I booked. So then I go, well, like I, I'm not stupid. Like I word things in a way that let him decide that I'm, let him say, you should do it.
0: Right. You know right. I mean? Like go to camp.
1: <laughs> not. It's like I'm doing this. I go, what do you think? I'm thinking of um. There's this camp that you help become a, a distance swimmer, get you used to the swimming in the cold water in America do you think I should do it? And I go, and what we could do is visit my brother in Amsterdam on vacation yeah, right after. So I'll go for the, because you know, the kids, you got to like have someone help with them absolutely for a week. Sure, so I go, what do you think of this? Should Should I go for a week and then I'll meet you in Amsterdam to visit my brother and we can all have vacation. He goes, yeah, do it. I go, yes. So I went to this camp in like April and then, um, Anyway, and that's when I found there's these people like Kevin Murphy's there, Cliff, Mm -hmm. like um, Emma France. uh, She they were doing a documentary about her, and all these people were training for their six hour for English Channel. (laughs) A lot of them were, or they're doing pushing themselves. And so that's when I started pushing the distance. Mm -hmm. Like I went there, go, I'll swim maybe two hours, you know, because it's cold. Right. And um, I had no idea I was going to swim longer. And they go, there's a two hour, there's a six hour, or you just swim what you want. (laughs) <laughs> and I went there, and I go, so it's cold, because it was under 60, you know, mm-hmm. to qualify, and it was it was off season, before their season in Majorca, so it wasn't, we were wearing sweatshirts, so I, I just was like in awe of all these people, like telling mm-hmm. their stories, and giving us advice, and I go, this is like the best thing I've ever done, mm-hmm. and like Kevin Murphy, I'm like, oh my god, like he's the guy that said all these English channels, and Cliff has these stories about how he gets through things in his mind, like I really mm-hmm. felt like that really helped me kickstart. Yeah. So that, so I had still had swim like an hour or two hours ever. So I get there and they did a six hour qualifier and let me know if I'm talking too much.
0: You're
1: doing great. <laughs> they did a six hour qualifier and I'm like, I'm not going to do this, but I get in and I'm like, okay, see the boat there. Well, if I get out, what am I going to do? Wait for everybody to finish in the right. cold. Right. So I, start, yeah. so I mean, I'm kind of cold. And, and I start swimming and I'm really slow and we kind of did big circles. So of course, everybody's passing me. Everybody's passing me and I'm kind of in the back. And I'm like, that's fine because you're doing circles. Like I'll see those people soon because they'll pass me again. So I'm not alone. And then then all of a sudden I come into this guy, acquaintance, and he goes, I'm really cold. And I go, let's do it together. So it's kind of like I got out of myself, mm-hmm. to help him, even yeah. though I need help.
0: Right. And it's
1: kind of like mental. I go, let's do it. You can do it. And we swam side by side. And it's almost like I did it. I got out of myself. I didn't want to sit on that boat by my, you know, sitting there waiting for everybody. Right. And I did a six hour without ever knowing I was going to do it. And I go, "Wow." well, it's like you're, my, you're more capable of things that you, you don't realize. Yeah. And I realized that. And I go, and the guy goes, thank you so much for helping me out. I'm like, well, you helped me out. Yeah. We helped <laughs> each other. And he was just cold as why. He needed someone to stick with him. But that was kind of the beginning of, Uh, maybe I have it in me,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: it's like, it's like you challenge yourself and you kind of come up with these big ideas and you go, and then you start doing the work.
0: Mm -hmm. Like I knew I
1: couldn't, it's not like, Oh, I booked it. Ha ha ha. I'm going to try it. No, I knew I had to work hard, Mm -hmm. but I have a family too. So I can't like just take off every day. So that was huge to me that six hour. And I go, and I was so tired. I was like tired for like a day. I go, I can't move. I was so, (laughs) it's so hard, But it was that high, you know, that endorphin high Mm
0: -hmm. that I
1: go, oh, my gosh, maybe I could do this. And so that's kind of how that started is the beginning of training for something big for the English Channel is that camp. I would recommend something like that. If you have kids or anything, if you can't, you go like, mommy, mommy, where are you going? Where are you going? You know, I'll be back in about five hours. You know, you can't like, (laughs) but if you're gone, you know you're gone they know you're gone you have like your friend barbie at your house watching the kids or whatever so so that's that's the beginning of uh like big starting to be capable even though it was in my mind the real reality that maybe i can do bigger swims and i'm doing some of these things that people are training for and i'm actually did the camp i did everything i said i'm doing everything Every, I'm not going to, once I got there, I go, I'm doing everything. I'm not going to like say, no, I can't do that. I go, I'm here. I'm paying for it. Right. So then after that, I go, <laughs> and I, like I said, I'm talking too much, it, it, but let me know when to stop. But, but this part of it kind of is important because, so I was meeting my brother and my whole family
0: mm-hmm.
1: in Amsterdam right after that to go on vacation, you know, to act like, yeah, we went on vacation. Yeah. But I had one day off, one day <laughs> off. I go, I got to meet Reg and Ray. I got to meet the pilot mm-hmm.
0: you know, because
1: mm-hmm. I want to tell him I, I'm slower. I'm good for this. I, I want to see him face to face. Cause you know, they talk, they go, hello, love. Like you can't really tell them on the phone. They go, okay, bye. Like you can't like, they didn't like communicate, you know? So I go, how am I going to do this? So I get a flight. I used to be a travel agent. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to fly. Okay. Tell my brother, I'll be, I tell my husband, I'll see it there. I one day why I get there early, you know? So I go, I go down to Dover and the guy that I told you, Gary, he goes, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll meet you. So he Mm -hmm. met me in Dover. He goes, we're going to find Reg and Ray for you. So we're like, where are they? You know, we call, they don't answer the phone. So we go, they're either in Folkestone, which is near Dover in a, they're in a pub somewhere. That pub, well, they call it the office. They're in that office or that office. I go, okay. (laughs) So I meet him down there like for one night and we find them. We go, okay, where are they? Where are they? And then, and then they go, there they are. And I go, of course, that's them. You know, they're wearing, they're like, look alike. They have the singlets, they call them the tank tops. And they're in a pub, it's like one beer, but they hang out. And I go, hi, <laughs> like, it's American. They're like, okay. And then, so anyway, I told them, seriously, I said, here's the deal. I'm capable. I know I have it in me. I'm, I know I can do it in my head. I just know, mm-hmm. but I'm slow. And I, I want to tell you, I don't need to be pulled because I'm slow. And they go we have you they they understood they go look me in the eye and said yes and i got to see their boat but it was you know how the tides are so high there and low mm-hmm. in england yeah. the boats were um not in the water it was a low tide so they're just sitting there um in folkestone it was um in the harbor so you couldn't get on the boat but you could look at it and then mm-hmm. my initials are rr and the boats had a rr on it oh, and their initials are reg yeah, and ray right, yeah. and we're like that's not to be <laughs> like they said that to me and i go yes And they had, we were matching colors or they had blue tank tops and I had blue shirt. So it was like, it was happening, you know, it was like these little things, but I felt like I needed to talk to them face to face because I really didn't figure out of any slower people. I couldn't, you know, back then Googling wasn't as easy. You couldn't really (laughs) find as many things. I didn't know really if I could do it being slow and I knew I could improve my stroke, but I still didn't think I could get fast, you know? Mm So that was a a really bonus that I got to meet them. And um, anyway, so
0: this is this was 2014.
1: Yes. So this is 2014. And then Mm -hmm. um, then uh, um, Gary, who is like, he was really coaching me from a distance, but more Mm -hmm. telling me the main thing he did was telling me what to do like you should do uh, this length of swim Mm -hmm. this year to feel like you can do it because you're not going to go there without these big swims right there's no he was taking I was taking it seriously and so my as my husband started seeing me (laughs) by little he goes gosh she has it like she's doing this like he started realizing it like it's not like "Ah." so uh, (laughs) so I'll just tell you a couple of the swims that led me to um yeah Yeah. I could tell you my big my first what was your
0: first big swim? Yeah. yeah, I'll
1: tell you my first big swim. <laughs> like it's in my head, but I have notes, but I'm scared to look at them because then my eyes would be down. <laughs> like, You're doing great. You're
0: doing okay. great. Okay, okay first so, big swim. so you've, you've met the pilot. You're yeah, signing the, the so, English channel for 2016. Yeah, so
1: okay. uh, Gary said, do something. So I started swimming more, basically. I mean, there weren't official swims, but I so I joined the South End Rowing Club. I did mm-hmm. it, uh, actually, I joined it two, before I decided to, do the english channel because i had been doing i did the alcatraz and i started swimming in aquatic park and then you pay the fee to get in it was like eight dollars you need the change uh, i go maybe i could join how do i join do i have to apply do will they let me in you know i don't mm-hmm. know what is this what is this kind of club is this so they can, do they have a, a meeting with a board you know do they gonna deny me like i don't know <laughs> i don't know that stuff right. so, I, so i started so i joined uh, but I was scared to go because I go, what are these people? I don't know who they are. They're going to say, who is she? this lady? Mm-hmm. So I didn't really go, but I did join there. But I started swimming at Aquatic Park. So I was swimming more, swimming here in Santa Cruz. And then, and then, um, and then swimming with my friend Scott, like I said, who's the one that encouraged me. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know. And I started, oh, and then he goes, Robin, oh, my God, you swam six hours? I didn't know you had that in you. What are you <laughs> telling me? You didn't even tell me? You know, so, so he knew I was going to do the English gel. So I started mm-hmm. swimming more with people here with Scott, who's a uh, distance. And then, um, and then Kim, who's my good friend, too. I didn't really know I knew of her still, but I didn't swim with her yet. But um, so anyway, what happened is uh, I st- I was going to train for Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Well, Tahoes and me is like, I thought, you know what, something that means something to me, and Gary is kind of telling me that, like, do something that's meaningful in some way that means something that you want to train for. And so Tahoe, we grew up uh, going there skiing when I was little. It's, it's like a, from, from San Jose where I grew up, it's like, you know, three and a half hour. Mm. I actually worked at a ski resort up there when I was in college and, um, yeah, just wow. a, more winter though. I didn't really go there in the summer, mm-hmm. but because we had the beach, you know, so, but. <laughs> but I knew Tahoe, so I knew it was special. So I go, okay, I'll swim. So I'll try Tahoe a length, but in the meantime, I was doing a lot of longer swims but not official swims right so what happened was I go to Tahoe and I meet this guy reptile Tom Lithicum had uh, he's the guy I go who do I call yes. they go Tom yeah. Tom a <laughs> oh, reptile so I'm calling <laughs> hi Tom what if have... so he he kind of introduced me also to go to the club more because he was the swim commissioner and I get go, he goes you should start doing the club swims I go I can't do those I'm too slow he goes you're like me <laughs> and so he invited me into all these swims they were doing and I started doing them so anyway, my first marathon swim was actually an accident because what happened is I'm training for Tahoe. So I go up there for like a day. And then I was up there with Tom. He's in, and sometimes I go with my son and I call him and then Tom said, we're gonna have he made up this swim. And I think he had done it called the Vikings which a lot of people know now, but it's, it's like 10 and a half miles. And he goes, I'm doing, I did this swim but I'm having my friend, Dusty and Kelly do the swim Tuesday night. And I said, he goes, you want to go on it to practice night swimming, just get on for like an hour. And I said, well, let me call my husband cause I got to stay one more night. That was like in a motel six or something. And he, he goes, he, my husband, yeah, go for it. So I, we all stayed in this motel six, me, the two swimmers and this observer, which they didn't call them observers, but they were notating everything. Yeah, yeah. And we're all together. And like for like four hours, we're all sitting here. So I get up. So they started their summer it was going to be tandem. So it was dusty and this Kelly and, um, So i go okay i'll start for an hour i'll get in and i'll just be a crew i'll help you know and i'll get to watch what happens and so what happened was we started at night and i was super scared and then i screamed and i go what is it he goes tahoe tessie like it's not a shark you know what i mean like i'm realizing it's not a shark because i'm used to sharks where i live
0: because
1: i screamed because something touched me so i start swimming and i had on my boat like my snacks and my little coffee drinks and Kelly, the girl, had just done a huge swim the day before, and so it wasn't her day. So they're starting the tandem. I'm with them, really dark, kind of nervous. And Kelly, like an hour, she goes, I just does not have it in me. So they go, you get out. It's not your day. And I'm in it. I haven't touched anything. And Dusty, my friend goes, hey, Dusty, I, hey, Robin, do you want to keep swimming? Because we're good together. I go, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so I, so then we're like, I didn't really have feed and stuff. So I had my Starbucks you know, Starbucks cappuccino or whatever they are, the little Starbucks mocha. And I had like, I think I had like a shake and I had some food. And so we, and he had fins on, so he wasn't doing it back then. You just do it. You know, right. it wasn't like being, it wasn't, yeah. he just wanted to do that swim. So I didn't have fins. He had fins. So we were kind of perfect. Cause he's a little slower than me. We we're kind of perfectly um, set up to, to be together. And we were, we were so happy. We're like, so I go, can I have my coffee? And we shared our coffee drink. We're like, this is fun. And so it, so we had so much fun and Dusty explains it. He goes, we swim side by side, stroke for stroke. And he told stories and we were laughing. And so we ended up doing this biking. And the thing is, is I didn't plan it. Even though I knew I had been doing longer swims, yeah. no stress. So it's kind of like that stress was lifted
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I loved it because I had no expectations. Yeah, And I was doing it and I was trained because I was swimming a lot, but I wasn't mm-hmm. trained to do that swim that day. And so we right. ended up doing this one and the whole time we're sharing food and just laughing. And so kind of a joke is I had this temporary tooth. Cause something, I had like a, a crown. And so I had one of those goo chomp things mm-hmm. like a chewy goo. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, cause I had those as snacks and I ate it. And I, oh My god, my tooth fell out. <laughs> so I, so we handed it to someone on the bed. They go, what are you handing us? I like, it's my tooth. So then the whole time we're trying to think of an outlaw name for me, just to be funny. Cause reptile, <laughs> Reptile actually has an outlaw name named Wolf. Um, Dusty had Mad Dog. And they go, we need an outlaw name for you. And so we are making up like Mommy Dearest or calamity Jane. And then all of a sudden they go, Fang, Fang. So my, my outlaw name, like my nickname to them is Fang. Because it's kind of funny. So, uh, so I did that swim and I go, I just did a swim, what? You know, it was like really cool that I was able to do it and not stress And even though I was swimming, I didn't think I was ready yet, but I was, you know? And so that was my first marathon swim. I mean, it was like an accident, but it was meant to be, it was like, as I say, perfectly imperfect Mm -hmm. because Dusty really wanted to do that swim and his sidekick got out. And so I kind of like meant to be that we did it together. Mm -hmm. And um, that truly was, so that's my first marathon swim.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, how did it feel when you finished that first marathon swim?
1: That, it was just really, truly just couldn't believe that they're on that boat helping us, happy. We had a kayaker, John, who's probably like super far away from us, mm-hmm. <laughs> like way ahead of us, but you know, you don't really know what you're supposed to, we're like just following him, you know, <laughs> but to, that he was out there and they got up at three in the morning and, and uh, Tom was piloting us and and, and they let me swim with them. I couldn't believe it. I go, I was just like, I was really thankful. Truly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was tired later, you know, you just exhausted. Cause then yeah. I had to drive right home because the kids, oh, you know, gosh. they had like soccer practice or whatever. Oh, I go, I'll gosh. be back by five. You know, <laughs> it's like, what did you just do? So I, so reality hits, but um, I think I really felt, I can't believe that they're happy on the boat. Mm-hmm. The, the girl that got out of the boat, Kelly was happy for us. She was happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't, nobody was mad it was just it was just it was a almost like a feeling of like your heart is full you know it's yes, like uh, yes. I really felt like this is very special community because mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like this before mm-hmm. and it wasn't even about just me it was me and Dusty and he let me swim with him and I swam with him like he let me swim with him and I swam with him <laughs> whatever, whatever I can't I don't know what that means but uh, <laughs> But anyway, that was it. So I just, I just did. I felt like um, not so much like good for me. I finished. I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. I just felt like kind of like wow, that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. that was really neat. In um, we didn't feel the altitude because we were going slow enough. You know, where you're not mm-hmm. out of breath and and I guess because we were talking a lot to each other during it, encouraging each other. So it wasn't really like if I would think if my first marathon was swim was me in my head the whole time. Mm-hmm. I might've been different, but it was really us. It was yeah. the two of us and we, mm-hmm. we did it together really. And I don't think it would have been the same if I did it alone. I might've yeah. been really nervous and I could have gotten sick because I was so stressed, right. but I really didn't. So it was really neat. That was yeah. it.
0: That was. So what was your next intentional marathon swim? Well,
1: <laughs> the answer to that question is which one haven't you not finished is okay. that, this one. <laughs> so then I go, yeah, I'm going to do Tahoe. Well, you know, I don't, forget it's hard like you go yeah I'll do it like the leg like really what was I thinking because I I think I didn't go up there long enough to acclimate well Mm. and I think I I knew a little bit about what to do but it's still kind of new on getting information on what's the right thing to do up there now Mm -hmm. we kind of know more about the altitude I mean and Gary so my Gary's still around he's in my friend that I'm paying you know I mean I'm not saying it in a mean way but He's my friend. I paid <laughs> him to be my friend. He's a great friend. No, no, anyway. But so anyway, he decided he got, so I was going to do Tahoe. So that was the plan. So my, my family came up there, you know, my son who is now 23, but he was uh, maybe 18. He's cut my kayaker.
0: Mm-hmm. I have
1: Dusty, whom I did my swim with uh-huh. um, side by side on my crew. I have so this is like
0: the next year, like twenty. this is no, this is
1: like a um, uh, couple months later.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause oh.
1: that was the plan. That's why I was there training for it, but I just happened to do a swim. Right. But um, <laughs> so anyway, I go up there. So I have like awesome crew, you know, Gary from England, uh, my son, uh, dusty and then pilot uh, reptile. So I um, start the night before and I was feeling so good. So the thing is, is, you know, sometimes people tell you stuff, what to do. And you you don't know what to do. You just go, okay but you don't research it out what you should do for you. For you like I didn't exactly. really have time to know what I should be eating. I didn't practice that because I did that swim by chance. Yeah. So I was like, practicing feeds that much, mm-hmm. especially for Tahoe. Right. So I ate like, I mean, Gary's awesome, but he was telling me, he's not, he's telling me what works for him. Right, so exactly. Now what I would have done is that works for you. Thank you for telling me that. Now what works for me, I should mm-hmm. practice this. But I work did exactly what someone else does. Mm -hmm. I think I would eat like five pounds of pasta before they swim. And maybe I wouldn't, you know, (laughs) I'm like, I eat pasta right before I swim. So I literally ate like huge, like a Tupperware bowl full. And then (laughs) that was my first mistake. So, um, so anyway, that was fine. So I start my swim feeling so good. I know to start slow, to get used to it. I'm just happy. My son's kayaking. And it was middle of the night and I'm um, feeling great. Well, I started getting sick, like, but I didn't really say anything because I didn't mm-hmm. want to bother people because I right. felt like I don't want to get them gross them out. <laughs> but now I learn to tell people, you tell so people I'm like, bleh, bleh, like the projectile vomiting, <laughs> but it's dark. Nobody really sees. Them. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. So I kind of started doing that the whole time. Like, but the thing is, is yeah, maybe I could projectile vomit on a swim and be fine. But when the altitude uh, you can't catch yeah. your breath. So I was like doing that. And I go, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And then I started, so the feeds, it's my fault. I had a thousand feeds on the boat options. Yeah. I don't drink tea. I'm not a tea drinker. Well, tea was there. Let's give her tea with Perpetuum. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, it was a mixed match of trying to give me stuff that in the middle of the night, it's hard to see. So I wasn't as organized now that I know simple, it yeah. wasn't simple. Mm-hmm. Oh, give her that. Cause we can't find the coffee. Give her the tea and <laughs> give her the perpetual warm and then add some goo in it. So, okay, that sounds good. So I was having this weird feed. So I don't even know what it was. And it was ham sandwiches <laughs> in the middle of the night, like huge ham sandwiches. And I go, what? I don't even like ham sandwiches, but I'm eating them. Cause that's what maybe they do in England. I don't know. So I'm eating all this weird stuff. So I barely, so, but in the meantime, so I'm super sick, but I'm looking up and there's thousands of like stars. stars. So I'm actually enjoying it, but I'm sick, but I'm trying to work through it. And there's falling stars and my son was kayaking next to me and then on the boat they trade off kayaking they're doing sea shanties and singing and I'm like they're having fun that's making me happy Mm -hmm. and so anyway what happened was swim 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 I got to like 15 miles and I just go oh my god I can't move like I couldn't go any further and um day came and I was like how much longer and so I couldn't. I got so sick that I was really like sinking. Like I, w- oh. I had a tracker, like an old fashioned one, and mm. I sent it to maybe like ten people. <laughs> and my friend goes later, you were in place for like two hours because I was like, <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, and I was swimming like breaststroke, <laughs> but I wasn't moving. I'm okay. <laughs> they're like, what's wrong with her? So really, it was the altitude and my feeds and not trusting me.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't know enough to yeah. trust what i should have and say Mm. no i don't want perpetuum and goo and tea the same time and i am getting sick like uh so i learned so i didn't make it but i go and my husband i go tell my husband he's at the finish no i'm not no i'm not gonna be there so you know i had to worry about everybody who's here who to tell who i'm not at the finish so i get out of the i basically pretty much got pulled because otherwise they were going to pull me because i couldn't (laughs) keep going uh but um so then I get out and I was so sick, like on the side of the freeway uh, on the yeah. way back to like oh. from South Shore oh, to
0: too.
1: North Shore. I was like on the side of the road, like oh. going to the bathroom and out of my mouth, like sunny day, and all the tourists are like, oh my God, what's wrong with that lady? <laughs>
0: and I, go, I don't care. too like, hard oh. last night. <laughs>
1: and my son's in the, in the car going, oh shit, my mom, what's wrong with my mom? And then I was super sick. And then I get back to the, the place we were renting. And my husband's, are all happy. My son goes, no, she can't talk to anybody. She's just in the bathroom. <laughs> so my husband went home. But the thing is, that was my first uh, failure. But the thing is, is of course I go, I never gonna do the English Channel. There's no way I could ever do it. I'm so sick, I can't even talk. And my friend happened to be up there and she came by, give me some like muffins or whatever. And my son's like, no, you can't see her. Oh, can I just say hi? No, no, she can't. <laughs> no, she's super sick. <laughs> he saw me. So, so I go, I'm never going to swim in the channel. I don't even like this. I hate it. And then like three days later. Yeah. <laughs> well, that swim was like one of my favorite swims. <laughs> of course. That was one of my best memories ever. <laughs> oh, and I have to tell you a memory of that swim is the, my favorite thing so so the thing is is my failure actually was one of my favorite swims
0: Uh, okay is it the one you're most proud of
1: (laughs) um no but okay i'll (laughs) I'll just tell you this one part of the swim is um (laughs) is so um the beginning of it i go down to camp richardson where you start on south shore Mm -hmm. and it was nighttime and nobody's really around it was some maybe random people but the place where you start there's a little like a little place, I guess you can rent upstairs. It's not the mm-hmm. restaurant, but it's right where you start the swim. And okay. So I, I was practicing a, a mantra because I knew I had a I a a Buddhist monk told me about a mantra. So I was practicing it and it was real easy. Well, so I knew it was in my head and I told my crew, I'm going to do this mantra. So keep me on track and out of the blue. So I'm getting ready. My swimsuit on out of the blue, a van, nobody's in the parking lot out of the blue, a white van comes and out of, out of it like 10 monks i go what is the odds of this so they're wow. like all these monks and i'm talking about my, my mantra a buddhist mantra before that and they come out and they and my a reptile or a tom goes yeah she's she's swimming the she's swimming the ta- lake you know they're all excited to tell people and they go and she has a mantra they go excuse me and so the guy the lady who is there. They didn't speak English. The lady that was like hosting them, because they were here for like three days and going all these places and they were having a private thing upstairs because she has a, a mantra and it's called this. And so this one guy runs away, the head guy, and he comes over and he gives me this ribbon and he goes, it was translated, this is a ribbon um, blessed by the Dalai Lama and the, the Oracle, which is like, I guess a big deal over there. And uh, <laughs> and they put it on my, on my swimsuit the monk, and he sang the mantra with me. And and that's what makes me so the whole time I'm thinking of that ribbon, Mm -hmm. you know, about, um, about that was blessed to me. And it's special. So this is Mm -hmm. special. So that was very special of that swim. Because all these neat things were happening, even though I was sick. So it was a very special swim. And a lot of things I learned, Mm -hmm. um, such as the feeds, trust yourself, Yeah. learn practice maybe practice in your kitchen and go um, walk circles and do your feeds truly or eat that before you start swimming even for three hours right so that was that swim but it was very special um it's probably not my favorite but it was very special (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's so anyway that was my
0: first big attempt attempt. and (laughs) I didn't make it (laughs) tell us about the swim that you're the most proud of
1: um so I think, I think I'm proud of the English channel. I think, I think because, um, that was my first thought Mm
0: -hmm. to,
1: um, to do something big. And maybe I'm even, even the idea came in my mind. And, and then, um, when I went over there and I was actually doing it, so I, I had gone to meet Ridge and Ray, and then I went again Mm -hmm. to meet him again. And I actually got. To, they didn't have camps. Or, well, they had. They didn't have camps there, but they they didn't have like where you could try to go on a boat and practice. I guess they mm-hmm. do that now. But mm-hmm. I said to Gary, I go, can I go on a boat and just get on a boat and go to the shore just to practice? So get it out of my head what a start is like. Right. So that yeah. year I was going to do the English Channel, and I I ran into this guy. Oh, and Ray boat was being painted, so I went over to um, this guy named Stuart Gleason, who um, Gary. Uh, my coach knew and he got me on the boat. And, um, and then these people that run this place camp called Barn Ridge, where you stay used to stay It's closed, the owners of that got on my boat. It was like, a, they go, oh, we've never been on the boat. It's so fun. It was like <laughs> celebrating their anniversary. I'm out there. And then uh, Gary was with me and I got to go to the start and practice uh, on the beach and picture myself starting. So I already knew that I, what the start was going to be like in my head. I did mm-hmm. that on the uh, Mother's Day weekend before I did my swim. Um, I told my husband, I think I'm going to go away to England for a couple of days. Is that okay? He goes, yeah. and then I had to be home in time for the kids to celebrate Mother's Day for me in case they wanted to, which of course I get home and they're like, hi, mom, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> no big deal. But, um, but anyway, so the English channel um, was, I think my favorite swim because, um, because all that was all towards doing that, even mm-hmm. though I didn't really know of anybody to do it, I was actually doing it and my the I'll tell you a little bit about that swim. my brother came and my so anyway my um my two friends from Santa Cruz Scott Tapley and Kim Rutherford and we're on the Monterey Bay Swim Association board together they became my close friends and they're my confidants and my swim buddies and they and they came with me and my brother and um so anyway my brother wrote because I've still like with my parents and I was still thinking about them with my swims and my brother mm-hmm. wrote every single name he could think of of people that had passed away recently. Like I reached out to some of my friends, anybody close to them. And they tell me this story about these people, like my mm-hmm. uncle bud did this and he loved the ocean and he loved adventure. And my, you know um, my sister was this, the people had passed away. So they're all on my body.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, when I started that swim, I get in and I already knew the start. Like I knew what it's going to feel like. And I just got in this zone and I was like, ready. Like I just let everything go. I go, I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And I truly, when I slammed that, I truly, truly, truly felt like the angels were with me. All of them, my parents, I didn't feel like any, I guess this is fun. Like, I know it wasn't easy, but I, one time I go, oh, brother, how much longer? You know, one time, (laughs) but like, what, what is it? What day is this? Where's the sun? You know, I, but otherwise I felt like, they were with me and it was a special swim. And my brother had my dad's cowboy boots on as a special emergency. And my brother called himself the spiritual advisor and he had a (laughs) bell. So if I was too long with my feeds, I go, I don't want any yelling. I don't want anyone to yell. He goes, ding, 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 like hurry up. (laughs) And then, um, But anyway, I, I, that's my favorite swim um, because, um, because I didn't feel like it was a swim. I felt like truly I was being guided across. It was Mm. really weird. Like I, Cool. I really do <laughs> and the crew was just so nice and Reg and Ray are like fishing out back and eating their fish <laughs> like it's is this real life what is this you know but that that was super special I really appreciate okay. that swim and Gary uh, was going to be on my boat from England but he had to fly that mm-hmm. day but that I is... think that was my most special one yeah
0: very cool yeah well we're um running out of time oh, we're I'm gonna sorry. have to have you back don't apologize love it <laughs> I didn't <Don't>... answer your <laughs> question you totally did. It's an amazing, amazing <laughs> journey. And so we will just have to have you back. But just really quick advice. Don't apologize. <laughs> what advice do you have for an aspiring marathon swimmer?
1: I would say anything's possible because I'm just a regular lady. You know, any don't be intimidated. You see people out there. I think a big one is um, if you can volunteer, if you have people like I had, we're part of the Monterey based swim association, people volunteer and help. And then you feel like you go, this is what they do. Like, I think if you can just offer, hey, do you need any help? And just find, um, just know that um, little by little, like I like tell the kids with uh, grades, you don't have to get the A pluses, but as long as your percentage a little bit higher and higher, that's what I am looking at percentages. So if you can swim, like even like a half a mile, just you're capable of it. You know, everybody's capable and, and get a good swimsuit, truly get the gear, get a good swimsuit you love, Get goggles and a cap because some people want to do it, but they don't get that part. So they say I can never do it. I don't have a swimsuit. Yeah. Get, get the gear, you know, yeah. but I would say volunteer because yeah. um, when you, then you get to see what this is all about, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't say all the things I was going to say. Okay.
0: That's okay. We'll have you back. <laughs> How about <laughs> uh, what marathon swimmers inspired you? Well, Evan
1: Morrison to me mm-hmm. is one of his most selfless person. I know he does all these hours and hours and hours from the goodness of his heart, like his heart's in it. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, just has encouraged me with different things. Um, he inspires me from the giving back part of it and mm-hmm. being selfless and just wanting to give back to be part of the sport and to make it better. And then of course, my um, swim buddies are just, I look up to Kim Rutherford, Scott Tapley, Amy Goopser, you know, is my, uh, of course, Sarah Thomas, who helped guide me on some things. They all inspire me because I see what they're doing and I try to like emulate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, very open and giving people mm-hmm. to include you know you feel included yeah. but I think that's those are the ones I'm sorry I spent so much
0: time I loved it don't worry about it I'm going to have you back so we can really understand how you get through those hard yeah, parts yeah 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 <laughs> Okay.
1: Yeah, I can continue my
0: story <laughs> thank you Robin Well, thank you I hope you guys have a great day Thanks um, so much. see you again next week Are you ready to swim smarter? Check out my virtual Efficient Swimming Basics program at IntrepidWater.com. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you'd like to be a guest on Marathon Swim Stories, just email me, Shannon at IntrepidWater.com. Please stay in touch by joining our email list at IntrepidWater.com. Thanks for listening.